Jobs, 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 and hobbies, work, 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 and play. Hey there, job people. Welcome to the Jobs Podcast. I'm Nathan. Today we have John Hildy, one of my best friends, talking about being an entrepreneur with e-commerce and Amazon selling. Enjoy. John, welcome to the show. Thanks, Nathan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. You didn't have to. I know I didn't, but you know, I'm a friend. I'm a good friend. And now since you're here, let's talk about some job questions. How about that? Uh, let's let's go for it. Let's roll. Okay, question number zero. What is your job? My job, well, it's, it's always complicated. I actually don't really like answering it, but I'll try to. Is to sell things online, e-commerce, uh, physical products. Specifically, I sell medieval and historical replicas in like armor, helmets, shields, swords, that type of stuff. Um, and and just a few other related items uh, like, like pirate uh, treasure chests is another brand um, that I've been doing lately. What do you have like a, a, a business name? Um, well, yeah, it's Hildy Group Inc. But the two brands that everyone needs to remember is Armor Venue and Nautical Cove. Is that armorvenue.net? No. <laughs> no, it's armorvenue.com and nauticalcove.com. Um, That's good. <laughs> which, okay, and then when did, you, when did you start those? I started all the way back in 2006, freshman year of college, Taylor University, where Nathan and I went here, your host. Um, but yeah, it was like December of t- 2006. Okay. And um, what would you say they're pretty equal or like does one just bring in more income than the other? Well, not Uncle Cove. I didn't start to actually like maybe four years ago, but now actually this, this year, 2020, it looks like not Uncle Cove um, is more than half actually of the income. Unfortunately, Armor Venue has been going downhill since 2016. Very depressing. I'm sorry to hear that, but well, on a different note, what are what are your favorite things about your job? Um, I suppose it's working from home, so I can see my kids at all times of day if I want to. <laughs> Sometimes I don't want to, but no. Um, and then uh, just like having your own schedule, you know, like kind of uh, deciding when you want to work or can work. But there are negatives too, which I'll, I don't know if you're going to ask that question. <laughs> Um, I will. And that, and, and if you have no more favorites, which I imagine you have s- some other things that you like about your job, I do, oh. I will ask the negatives. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, other favorites are that, um, well, I guess you can, I don't, I don't think I have other favorites. It's okay. You can, if you think of some, if you think of some later on, you can always add them in. There's no, sure. There's, There's no, no like uh, cap. Cool. Um, so for the negative side, what are, it's not even negative. I, I put it in a positive light because that's important to do. Um, I guess. But yeah. What are some things? It sounds like you're clicking in the background. Are you, um, are you, are you having fun? Are you working on your job right wait, now? Can you, can you hear this? Yes. Oh no, it's the cord hitting the mouse because oh. of my headphones. I thought you were working on armorvenues.net. <laughs> I mean, dot com. <laughs> um, okay, John, what are some things that make your job hard? Um, 
well, I think it, well, for me personally, it's not for every entrepreneur businessman, but for me, I'm, I'm all alone. That's probably the, probably the biggest thing, meaning I'm responsible for every aspect of everything. So it, it just gives a little, there's a little more responsibility, a little more burden and comes to like, um, not knowing what will happen. I've been through some, you know, ups and downs over the years, like things out of my control that would, um, affect the business, um, drastically or, or you know, for, at different times, you know, for like, you know, emergency problems you have to figure out and there's no one else that can help you so that's probably the biggest the hardest thing is just trying to figure everything out on your own what's, without having... what's an example of like an emergency problem uh like amazon a couple times has like suspended my account um the most recently recent one was last end of last year 2018 where i missed like two months of sales at the end of the year which is pretty big but um it was through like a, a indian seller uh maliciously attacking like doing false claims of trademark infringement but back then it was really easy to do that against other companies and amazon would shut you down until you could prove otherwise and even though i give them proof it took like two months to get out of it so it's things like that where like it just just comes out of the blue and you have to figure it out but i didn't i didn't know that this would come up but it, i just it just made me think of it did you ever get your furniture when you did your move <laughs> we did that was a huge praise we finally got it i think december 7th or something so it was like three and a half months after that's a whole other story to take the whole podcast time to talk about <laughs> we'll do an, we'll have to do another one on that sometime um anything else that makes your job hard so far your job sounds harder than than um than like favorites but that's okay oh sorry um no i mean that's the main thing you know um and just uh um yeah i it, it, just being stuck in like the same things over and over but that's true for any job i guess it, beca so you, it can't become monotonous what so you've done it for almost 15 years now right yeah i think 15 years this exactly um last or this past december so do you feel like you want to continue on this road or do you feel yourself maybe moving towards other things um Perhaps, perhaps. I, I think like, um, you know, that new brand I was talking about, Nautical Cove, like that, that's the one that's been growing. So it's been make, picking up the slack. Um, so that that's kind of exciting, right? It gives you more motivation to work on it when something is growing. It seems like there's, you know, um, gr uh, you know, excitement there for growth and new having new ideas to uh, keep it going. So in that regards, I think, you know, maybe just starting new brands with you know that are not related to what i like armor and stuff or treasure chests i mean that's one option or i have thought about completely um doing something different um you know not even in retail just something like service or something or even you know when i lived in la i was interested in uh film production the production side which i still am at times but you know that's totally different so we'll see yeah, but I mean, all of that is, is I try to talk about that with all my guests, like just different, maybe other jobs you're interested in besides your current one, as well as um, we'll get to hobbies later. Um, but I, I was curious, like what, if you did something service oriented, what kinds of things pique your interest? Um, well, I you know, I, well, I did think of like food service for a while. Like I did apply for, um, a Chick-fil-A operator position. I mean, it's super competitive, like 30,000 people do it a year, but just to apply to like get one of the stores that open in a year. Um, so I mean that, that like, just like, you know, business, business services, like food service, I suppose, I don't know if film is 
you're delivering a digital product, so I guess that's not really service, but um, but there's services within the film industry, you know. But um, yeah, I haven't thought about too much. I just know one of my my love languages in giving is uh, acts of service, so that's why I was just figuring, well, maybe there's some sort of career job that would fit me well um, for that kind of love language, you know. Yeah, and if 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 any of our listeners aren't aren't sure what that is, you can just Google. Um, the love languages are there? I think there's five. I think yeah, it's, I think it's lovelanguages.com. I mean .dot net. <laughs> um, John, why don't you? Why don't we go back to Armor Venue and Nautical Cove, and why don't you walk me through your day if if you wake up in the morning and what do you do? Yeah, it's actually pretty relaxing. Okay, okay, that is a positive. Like the I've gotten so things down so pat. Um, that's easy for me. So this is the day. So I wake up, um, you know, do, do your morning things, but pretty early I get to the computer and basically just clear out my emails. You know, I have, I may have some OCD with emails, but I get, I try to get them all down to zero, right? Your inbox is down to zero. So taking care of any, um, you know, any orders need to process from overnight to customer emails to different things, clearing spam, whatever. So I, I get that all done. It usually only takes as little as 30 minutes or less in the morning. So I'm like, done with my first initial workload by, you know, a lot of times by 8 a.m. Central time. Um, and after that, I might do some browsing or just thinking or sitting. Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just sitting just there or do you think, think or? Wait, or did, you... did you say S-I-A? No, 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 sitting. Okay. You... No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh. No, yeah, no, that'd be uh, funny. You're if you a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, I mean, not really, but k kind of. And then I might go out and help, you know, Holly with the kids and, and uh, with uh, eating or say hi or, or play, you know, whatever. I mean, the point is I have flexibility in my schedule, yeah. which is a big positive. Um, but then, yeah, of course, things might happen throughout the day. Throughout the day, like, usually I, I you know, work on call until like maybe 5 p.m. So it's usually like a full work day technically, but like within that it's flexible. Um, but the continually answering emails, solving problems, customer service issues, orders, um, and also working business strategic stuff, growth, you know, if, if I don't always do it every day, but some days there are, or like doing like administration stuff, right? You know, like um, recording invoices or financial stuff or things of that nature. What are some of the sources um for content you've learned like just different knowledge that has been really useful for you um as like in your business so for example like i think you went through a video series on like search engine optimization um what are some different things that have really helped you along the way yeah it's been like all like self-taught like doing online courses back in the day 2006 it was like ebooks were big i think not necessarily video courses that that followed pretty soon after um, so taking a lot of those, um, you did. I did a lot of search engine optimization, like marketing type courses. I even went to um, one in person in Florida. I keep forgetting about that one, but I spent a good amount of money to go there in person um, to go to like a three day conference. But so, but mostly besides that one, it's just been online online at my computer. Um, you know, Amazon courses were a big one. There, there's so much you know resources out there for free too. A lot of free stuff. I, you know, there's a lot of paid courses um, on how to sell on Amazon successfully or um, different strategies of marketing or getting your products ranked. You know, with online business, the name of the game, you know, especially, you know, the 2000s where um, 
getting your visibility for your website and products you know so like getting them like when you search for for example uh roman armor or meat of a helmet or you know search terms like that that you know you want to be ranking ideally like the top three on google organic searches you know the search page has changed a lot since then but, but you know back then that was important to get visibility um and it still is organic searches but then you know that moved into like pay-per-click or google shopping now um and you know being shopping different um shopping engines or get your product feeds out there um so all this like i learned you know like you know through different courses amazon is its own beast so there's i think i actually spent the most money on, on training myself for amazon stuff because that's where i saw the most uh growth especially um you know last five seven years especially is when i started really moving over there putting my focus on it um and that's where nautical nautical cove the charter testing is almost exclusively amazon i mean little sales on my own website but it's all like marketed on amazon and, and it actually does like 12 for example just to show you how powerful you know amazon can be 12 SKUs, or, or i think i like 16 SKUs bring in more sales than like the two three thousand SKUs i have and when i say SKUs, i'm sorry stock keeping units like individual products um um like the armor website armor venue website which is like drop shipped um so it, it just shows you when, when you focus that's what i've been learning like focusing on just one product doing it well and you know having some variation of that product but um you know that's what the course is probably the biggest thing i learned um from the amazon course specifically is just finding a, a market like a niche product market um and focusing on that uh, getting your product ranked and found on amazon getting reviews putting up a good listing etc so and from there you can expand I, I, there's a lot more i don't know obviously i think you know eventually i might want to take courses on you know shopify like doing multi-channel marketing i do some of that but like getting it um social media marketing i've never done very well been big on but that, that's like um something i you know i've been waiting to have a good product to do so i can feel good about marketing it i think you know probably the treasure chest nautical cove is where since that's where it's growing that's something that will be my next step is social media marketing and having a bigger presence that way you know video content and stuff i think i think it's always great when you have a lot of things that you already know about a field so that kind of you know you, you're in your groove you said like you wake up in the morning you can kind of like just do some of that um and do it almost um you know without you know you don't have to think too hard and then, but there's still, it kind of keeps it interesting that there's still things you could learn and um, that kind of keeps it fresh. So having like a, a balance between those two, I think is good for any job. If, um, I don't know, I think there's more satisfaction when there's a mix of the two, you know Definitely. enough about it to, to do it well, but then you, you're still learning. Um, John, I want to ask you what gifts you possess that help you do your job. Wow, my eyes just got big. I'm like, gifts? What? What gifts do I have? <laughs> no. um, well, I, I uh, definitely am. I took you know fairly hardworking, but made me dedicated and responsible has been like probably the biggest driver of success. Um, what I do is not that hard necessarily. You don't have to be super smart for it. You know, you just follow. I took courses and I just I just did it. So I guess my strength is just executing a responsibility, dedication, that kind of thing. Um, you know, nothing happens overnight, of course. Uh, but you just keep at it. Um, you know, and um, 
yeah, being organized too, I think helps a lot. Having all your ducks in a row for, for business, um, you know, helps with efficiency and getting things going and, and, and running it, of course. But do you sell ducks too? Oh, I wish. I do not, though. <laughs> if you did, they'd be in a row. So, I, but John, I, I would say, I would say you're a smart man. And like, there's there's a whole spectrum of smart. Like, I, I, I guess, like, people who do rocket science, which isn't even a word. Um, like they, I think they like might be like extremely smart, but you, I think you have confidence from like just knowing enough about how things work and you had to like be a little bit, a little bit smart to, to understand that. But I mean, that could be encouraging to some of our listeners if they're interested in e-commerce that maybe they could get into the field without having to be a genius, if that's kind of what you're saying. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I'm, I'm saying like, uh, a lot of self can be self taught, you know, stuff can be self taught, you know, um, you don't have to have a, a master's degree, or even a bachelor's degree, really, I mean, the stuff I learned in college, I mean, that's a separate thing. And I love the education, but none of it really directly affected my, my income or what I do now, like, I could, I'd be making the same money, the same success level without going to college. But that that's not I'm not saying you shouldn't, but like, I'm saying like a lot of this, a lot of these things, yeah, it's doable. You just have to like be willing to learn. And that's most jobs. If you're willing to learn on the job and work at it, then you're going to do fine. John, I have one of my favorite questions for you now. If money didn't exist, would you still do the same job? Wow. Wow. That's a great question. I never thought about that before. <laughs> Wait, um, wait, wait! I can't be tell if you're being sarcastic or not. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Okay. No, I mean no. Sorry, I might might have sound a little sarcastic. No, it really, no, it really is a good question because, I mean, a lot of times you do a job for money. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but I guess to answer your question, um, if money didn't exist, uh, no, I would not. <laughs> what would you do? This is a short that? answer. Well, you, you do, well, I guess that leads into your hobbies questions, right? I guess, but you do what, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to play games all day, but, uh, you probably do a little bit more, uh, socializing or playing games or with others or with yourself, but, um, I don't know, hobby, I guess, you know, that's a good, that's something I have to think about, but, um, well, I mean, I'm in this kick, like I've talked a little bit with like film production, one of the most fun times I've ever had was filming these dumb videos in college with you. They weren't that dumb. I thought they were funny, but the sniped videos, look it up, sniped Taylor University on YouTube. But, um, one of them doesn't have audio though, right? Right. It's terrible. We never found the <laughs> original read, files. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess I would just like, if money didn't matter, I guess I would just shoot some, uh, short films or something like in or full, full feature film. I don't know. Or a TV show. Stuff like that. I think that to me sounds like the most endearing right now. Like to put my time to if I, that money didn't matter essentially. Yeah. And there's some like hobbies that are more, um, that like are, are geared more towards doing as a career. And there's some hobbies that are more like, Hey, I'm just like shooting the breeze with some friends, which isn't really like at all related to a job. Right. Um, but so, okay. That, that's interesting now that you said like, if, yeah, if mine didn't exist, maybe you would enjoy like doing, um, more production. Um, so now this, we're getting to the part of the show where we ask, and by we, I mean me, what hobbies do you have? 
Um, well, with young kids, you don't get a lot of time for hobbies, but currently the ones I do mainly are playing games, computer games, uh, Nintendo, uh, Switch games, um, and then I don't know if it's a hobby, but to just hang out with your wife, like when all the kids go to bed, I mean, this is my ideal thing, is just like at night you watch one TV show. I don't know if that's a hobby, but watching, you know, some one episode or something um, with my wife, that, that's really all I do nowadays for the past couple of years. But, um, What's oh, oh, wait, 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 I will mention, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> you're going to be the, John, you're going to be the episode where people hear the hobby, they're like, you watch TV, you know, like, rock, extreme rock climbing, space exploration. <laughs> No, there's one more. I don't know if it's really that much more exciting. But pickleball, I mean, yeah, that's fun. I would play more of that. I just don't have any friends that oh, now here I'm that sorry. would play with me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> because, no, I'm, I love pickleball, but like Matt already talked about pickleball on the first episode. Oh, okay, okay. Let me see if I can pick another one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, how about? I mean, film uh, production snowball. could be it. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I but I don't actually do that. So oh, I mean, but, shoot. Yeah. So that's not really a current happen. hobby. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry. I, I think it's quite boring. I mean, to others, to me, it's not that boring, but my life I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> but I mean, if, if, if in your free time, you mostly spend your time with your family, that's great. And like, I would commend you more for that than like having to oh, go play I know. golf or all the time or something. I ha I know what I do. Oh, what do you do, John? <laughs> I spend probably too much time like looking like keeping up with uh tesla electric cars um like researching that okay like I, like every day i probably like just google it and see if there's any updates surrounding you know whatever regarding tesla specifically but also other electric cars and and, and like other things like technology or things i want to buy like tvs i mean kind of researching but people do that naturally but you know i do spend a lot of time doing that you can visit tesla.net for the latest deals and specs <laughs> on all of the cars Tesla.net. So, John, let's let's wrap up here. Um, what what is a tip or tips you would have for people who are interested in e-commerce and they would want to try their hand at selling online? Uh, well, probably the easiest to get started is not doing your own website. Nowadays, it's kind of really shifted. So, I would start with a marketplace like Amazon. Um, Etsy, things like uh, places like that, probably the two best. Um, and uh, just go for it. I mean, that's that's really what it takes. Just like sell, get one item. Just pick one item. Um, don't try to make it unless it's on Etsy or something. But like even just selling uh, product, a lot of people do retail arbitrage. You know, that's a maybe easier way to get into selling online, which just means you buy something lower and sell it for higher. Um, you know. At big box stores, whatever, on sale and clearance, uh, do your research and see what it's selling for on Amazon. If there's a big enough margin there, then then do it. Buy it and, and try to sell it. And do your research on like getting approved in your seller account first and stuff, of course, on these marketplaces. But um, that'd be my biggest thing is just focus. Just, just take the first step. Pick one product. Do some research, seeing if there's some margin there. Um, you know, it's going to be the easiest to do, probably sell something that's already selling and, and just try it and see if you make any sales and go from there. Well, John, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks so much for sharing your knowledge and your experience with all of our listeners. And um, do you have anything else 
want to share before you head out? Um, no, thanks for having me. Uh, I hope everyone is doing well. Um, trust in the Lord. Do you, do you have a Christian audience? <laughs> well, it's just on um, Apple Podcasts and oh, wow. Spotify and anchor.fm it's i think well still stands all audiences welcome all audiences yes um no yeah but i appreciate it thanks i hope everyone uh is doing well with their jobs i hope it helps what i said but that's that is good advice i think trust in the lord is good advice so um we'll see you next week and thank you john for coming on thank you do you or someone you know work in an industry that everyone should hear about Or is your hobby too good to keep to yourself? Reach out and let me know by going to wire slash feedback. That's wyr.es slash feedback. See you next week.